Adult content intended for an adult audience only. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Best Wife Ever 12 Days of Sexmas My wife is amazing. I have listened to man after man complain about their wives. I have heard that once she says I do, she no longer does the dirty nasty shit she did when she was trying to trap you. Well, if that is the case, I guess you married the wrong woman. I, on the other hand, married the perfect woman. A woman whose beauty is second to none. A woman whose smile lights up a room. A woman whose eyes melt me on the spot. A woman whose sex drive pushes me to the point of exhaustion. A woman who is so incredible and yet so unpredictable. I never know when, where or how she will please me. Case in point, last Christmas. The first day of Sexmas. Wednesday, December 14th. 2011 I woke up 12 days before Christmas with my wife, a third grade teacher, already in the shower. I rolled over and there was an envelope on the bed. The envelope said day one. Curious, I opened the envelope and there was a note inside. Dear Jeremy, if you dare, get ready for the 12 days of sex moss. Each day will be a whirlwind of sexual pleasure. You will never know when, you will never know how, and you will never know where you will come but I promise you, you will come. If you dare, check yes in the box below and leave the envelope on my dresser. Be warned, I plan to devour you whole until you can no longer take it anymore. Yes, I take the 12 days of sex moss challenge and commit to obeying every demand my beautiful and irresistible wife makes. No, I am a complete pussy who can handle the sex drive of my perfect wife. Signed, your personal sex goddess. Alexis, my cock fully erect. I stared at the letter. I got up, giddy with the anticipation of twelve days of sex and found a pen on the night table. I quickly checked yes and put the envelope on Alexis' dresser as instructed. My wife, wrapped only in a towel, emerged from the bathroom, acting oblivious to the letter she had just left me. She asked, How was your sleep, baby? Fine, I replied, knowing two could play this game. You! Heavenly! she replied, dropping her towel and revealing her glistening nakedness. Although I had seen her naked every day for the past three years, give or take the odd day, every time I saw her naked I felt like a child on Christmas morning. Her body was so tight, so perfect. I always wondered how I ever got lucky enough to marry someone so beautiful. She said it was my sense of humor and my adorable geekness, which I labeled nerd chic. I watched like a dirty pervert as my wife got dressed. A pink thong, beige stay-up stockings, a long black skirt that hid her inner sexiness, a matching pink brow that held perfectly her 38C breasts, and a purple flower print blouse that barely hid her voluptuous breasts. Once dressed, she turned to me and asked, How do I look? Good enough to fuck, I replied, attempting to see what her plans were. She walked over to me, dripping with sultry sweetness, and reached down and to grab my fully erect seven-inch cock. Is this because of me? Always, I responded. She dropped to her knees, opened her mouth, extended her tongue and licked my cock head. Her lips never touched my cock, as her tongue swirled around my mushroom head. I let out a soft moan and waited for her to give me one of her earth-shattering blowjobs. 
Instead, she stood back up, smiled and said, You didn't think it would be that easy, did you, baby? I stammered, realizing she was leaving me high and hard. I am really. She smiled, kissed me quickly and said, Yes, really. All good things come to those that wait. She gave me one quick tug before adding, And don't you dare jerk off, big boy. I have very elaborate plans for that cock. With that she returned to her dresser and did her makeup. Finally accepting I wasn't going to get to come this morning, I wandered to the bathroom and hopped in the shower. A long, cold shower calmed down Mr. Willie and I focused on the day ahead. I worked for a marketing firm and we had a few big contracts on the go. I was working on a big cola campaign and the presentation was tomorrow. And we sure as hell were not ready. I got out of the shower and Alexis was gone. I noticed on the bed was another note. Stud, fuck I wanted to suck your cock hole and feel your hot seeds slide down my throat. Alas, I will have to wait. Do not wear any underwear today. I want your sweet meat swaying freely in your pants. A constant reminder of your wife, the owner of your cock. Love your wife. P.S. If you look on my dresser you will see that I too am going commando today. My cock was stiff again. Fuck, my wife drove me crazy. I got dressed, sounds my underwear, and went downstairs for breakfast. To my surprise, Alexis was gone already and another note was waiting for me, this time on the kitchen table. My fuck toy I had to leave early. If I stayed, I don't think I could have resisted bending over the kitchen table while you plowed me with your big hard cock. Love your fuck toy too. I sighed. If this was her plan for the next twelve days, to tease me, she was going to kill me. My cock was fully erect again. Relieving myself was becoming a growing temptation now, but I would keep playing my wife's sick yet hot game. I had a quick breakfast and headed to work, happy for the distraction from the rise and fall of my penis this morning. The day flew by as I worked frantically to finish the visual part of the presentation for tomorrow. I texted Alexis. Sorry, honey but I have to work late. This project is killing me. A minute later, I received a text from Alexis. Alexis, you have to eat. Meet me at Curran's at five. Don't be late. I texted back. Okay, but I can't stay long. See you in an hour. Curran's was a very nice restaurant two blocks from my office, a place that usually took two weeks to book. I worked my ass off for the next hour before saving my stuff and heading to the restaurant. I arrived a couple of minutes late and a pretty young hostess led me back to a secluded table at the back. My wife was already there with a big smile on her face. She spoke to the hostess as if they were friends. Thanks, Bethany. I thought it was odd, but let it go. As I sat, I realized we were completely secluded from any other patrons. My beautiful wife asked, Presentation not going well? We have made headway, but are still missing the big wow moment. I sighed, no closer from finishing the project than I was this morning. Alexis' hand went on my leg and she purred, her facial expression dripping with sexual innuendo and promise. I have a wow moment for you. With that, she slid under the table, in this five-star restaurant. I sat there stunned as my wife unbuckled my belt and pulled on my pants. I mindlessly lifted up my ass and felt my pants slide to my knees. A moment later I was indeed W.O.W.'d when her lips wrapped around my cock. We had made love outside, in our car and so forth, 
but nothing even remotely as public or risky as this. After a couple of minutes of slow sweet sucking, the waitress came, a pretty redhead, with bright green eyes and long, long legs and said, Hi, I am Samantha and I will be your waitress tonight. What can I get you to drink, sir? Her smile told me she knew exactly where my wife currently was and I instantly wondered how my wife had set up such a moment. I stammered, trying to ignore the growing pleasure down below. Alma may rum and coke, Samantha. Sure thing, stud, she replied with a wink. Any last wondering if she knew was now gone. My wife took my cock out of her mouth and peeked from under the booth. Could you make sure to order a couple of appetizers? S.S. Sure. I responded and watched my wife disappear back under the tablecloth. She returned to my cock, continuing a slow burn. One would think she would be doing one of her famous quick blowjobs, the one she often gave me to get my first load out of the way, before we would start a marathon session. But no, she was lavishly making love to my cock with her mouth. Usually I come quick, but the slowness, as well as the consistent interruptions, made getting off quite difficult for me. The waitress returned with my drink and asked, Can we start you with some appetizers? S.S. Sure. I replied and quickly perused the menu. I choose two. The waitress took the order and disappeared. Can you hand me my wine? My wife asked, extending her hand from under the table. I handed her the glass of wine and her perfectly manicured hand, her bright red nails so sexy, disappeared again underneath the table. A few seconds later, I felt her lips return to my cock and moaned involuntarily when I felt the intense contrast between her warm lips and the cold liquid still in her mouth. She swirled the wine around my cock head, bringing a new sensation to her arsenal of cock-sucking skills. The feeling was amazing, but the contrast simmered the boiling in my balls. I was transfixed in a state of temporary euphoria, a sensation so hot yet at the same time unable to reach the level of orgasm I was now dying to unleash. The amazing whirlwind teasing continued until the appetizers arrived. The waitress said, her smile so knowing I was uncontrollably embarrassed, I will be back in a couple of minutes to take your and your wife's order, sir. As soon as the waitress disappeared from view, my wife took my cock out of her mouth and crawled from underneath the table, leaving me erect as a flagpole and desperate to come ignoring what she had just done she announced. I am famished, and dipped a tortilla chip into some nacho cheese. I stared at her bewildered. Are you really quitting now? She smiled, repeating a mantra I would learn would be an underlying theme of the twelve days. All good things come to those who wait. I went to pull up my pants, but she grabbed my hand. No, 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 I want it open and ready, baby. I looked at her perplexed. What has gotten into you? Not you, she joked. Plus this is just the beginning, baby. The next forty-five minutes were excruciating, as we chatted about life, Christmas plans and agreed on a formal New Year's Eve gathering with her friends, never once discussing the issue at hand, my still stiff erection. Every once in a while throughout dinner, Alexis would reach for my cock to make sure it was still stiff. Once we were both done our main course, Alexis smiled. I think it is time for dessert. Oblivious to her sexual implication, I replied. How could you eat another bite? Oh, I definitely saved room for this. She flirted and slithered back under the table. This time she devoured my cock hole, bobbing up and down like a desperate slut craving cum.
It took all my willpower to not moan out loud. The waitress returned and no longer able to hide her knowledge commented. I see your wife has already started dessert. I let out a moan and uncontrollably, in full view of the pretty waitress, came in my wife's mouth. Alexis kept bobbing on my cock until every last drop of cum had been swallowed. The waitress watched intently and finally asked, Would you care for any dessert, sir? Attempting to be suave, I answered, I think I might, but what I want is not on the menu. The waitress blushed, thinking I meant her, but I meant my beautiful wife. The waitress left and Alexis crawled back up from under the table. Hmm, was that the best dessert ever? I smiled back. I think I could use some dessert too. I pulled my pants back up as my wife responded. You don't have to, baby. This is all about you. I shook my head no. Baby, it is all about us. I slid under the table, parted her legs open and dove in. The feeling of doing something so naughty and potentially getting caught was like being high, exhilarating and yet numbing. Unlike Alexis though, my goal wasn't to tease, it was to please. Licking pussy was something I was very good at, and Alexis had a major weakness when her clit was pressured. I also knew that extended clit play would have her scream so loud that the whole restaurant would know exactly what was happening to her. So I had to be careful. I alternated between sucking her clit in my mouth and long wide licks down her wet pussy lips. I could hear her soft moans and suddenly heard her say, Yes, just a bill, please. The waitress chuckled and replied, I'll give you a few minutes first, ma'am. Thank you, she moaned. After only a couple of minutes, maybe three, I knew she was close and I tapped on her clit with my tongue, hard sweet tongue spanks, that had her legs tighten and her juices flow out of her and onto my waiting mouth. I savored her juice until she let go of my head and I quickly climbed back onto my seat. Hmm, this restaurant has the best dessert. I may have to get some for takeout. I smirked, my usual wit on display. She chuckled. I think you should dine out more often. Agreed, I replied, just as the waitress returned with the check. I grabbed the bill and saw that it was signed. Samantha and her phone number was on it with a heart. She smiled. You two are incredibly hot together. If you are ever looking for a third wheel for playtime, give me a call. She winked at both of us and sauntered off. Looking back once to see if we were watching her go, we both were. Alexis grabbed the bill. We can talk about that offer some other time, and you need to get back to work. Looking at my watch I almost shit. Two hours had passed. Oh crap, time flies when you are having fun. It sure does. She smiled back, kissing me on the cheek. I got the check. Get your ass back to work. I kissed her back and added, Tip her well. She smiled, throwing me for a loop. Who says I haven't already tipped her well? What? I asked, confused by her implication. Go. She smiled, pulling me up from my chair. This is not done, I said adamantly. I never said it was. She smiled. My cock rising, I rushed out of work, before it was too late. At the door, I turned around and saw that Alexis was talking to Samantha. A million naughty conversations spun around my head, fantasies I had never seriously considered. Alexis and I had done a lot of fun and kinky things, but we had never even remotely considered adding a third member to our relationship. I was not sure I wanted to, quite frankly. 
There was no way I could share her with another man, but the thought of watching her with another woman, especially someone as hot as Samantha, was very, very appealing. My cock now at full mast in my pants, I slipped out the door before any other naughty ideas crossed my mind. I got to work, and slowly let go of my fantasies and focused on my current problem, this fucking presentation. The Second Day of Sexmas Thursday, December 15th, 2011 The next morning I was awakened by a warmth wrapped around my cock. I'd opened my groggy eyes, not having got home till after midnight, to see movement under the blanket. I let out a moan as my wife woke me up the best way possible, with a blowjob. This happened once in a while, but never got old. It also helped, since I really wasn't a morning person usually, until I had my first cup of coffee. I closed my eyes and enjoyed the sweet pleasure of my wife's mouth. She used the whole arsenal in her cocksucking agenda, teasing the mushroom head, licking my entire cock with long sweet strokes, sucking my balls into her mouth, deep-throating me and using her amazing saliva trick. I can't explain it, but she somehow creates enough fluids to bathe my cock. The variety is purposely used to make it last longer. There have been times she was pleasuring my cock with her mouth for over an hour. This time it was just over fifteen minutes when I felt the familiar feeling of an impending orgasm. My legs stiffened like they always do and a few seconds later I filled my beautiful bride's mouth with my seed. Like always, she swallowed every drop and continued her constant rhythm until I was completely drained. She crawled up, kissing my chest until she finally reached my face and we were eye to eye. Morning lover boy. Morning beautiful, I replied adding. I so love your special wake-up call. Hmm, and I so love my morning appetizer. She purred back, leaning in for a kiss. Some guys would be grossed out by the possibility of tasting the odd lingering drop of their cum. And although it didn't appeal to me, it was a price I was willing to pay. Plus, I seldom noticed any lingering taste. Breaking the kiss, she asked. So, did you get done? Yes. I replied. Kevin came up with an idea around ten, and we scripted it, and just have to film it this morning. Cool, she said. Will you be home for supper tonight? No, I replied. The meeting is in the afternoon, and then we are taking them out on the town. Really? She said, all dramatic. Let me guess steak, beer, and strippers. I shrugged. Yes, and probably in that order. Well, I am happy I made sure to get day two done early. She smiled. If you want, you can get every day done early. I joked, slapping her ass as she got off me. Oh, baby, this is nothing. The things I've got planned for you are, wait for it, legendary. She smiled. Don't you dare how I met your mother on me. I joked back. She shrugged and jumped in the shower. I would like to say the rest of the day was as riveting as my morning wake-up call, but it wasn't. The meeting went well, although the group were really a bunch of stiffs. Supper was good and a few beers in them loosened them up a bit, but the evening ended without an official agreement, although they did promise to come back after Christmas to discuss a contract offer. So there was the potential of a big-time deal, but until they signed on the dotted line it was just that, potential. The third day of Sexmas. Friday, December 16th, 2011. After the late night entertainment, I slept until nine. Alexis was long gone, but there was a note on the bed. 
Good morning, baby cakes. I am not going to lie. I wanted to straddle you this morning and ride you like a cowgirl. Alas, I let you sleep in and am leaving to work horny as hell. Tonight I won't be home till after supper as it is happy hour at McFarland's. So I won't see you until late, unless you decide to meet me there. If you do, I will definitely make it worth your while. Have a great day and again, no underwear. Kisses. Alexis. I already knew I was going to meet her at McFarland's. For a few reasons. 1. Her colleagues were almost all young and hot. 2. When drunk they were all very touchy-feely. 3. When my wife was drunk she became very foul-mouthed and naughty. By the time I arrived at the pub it was 5.30 and the last half of happy hour. My wife and her colleagues were well on their way to drunk as they were already on to shooters. As I arrived at the table, I heard a chubby brunette say, And number one would be Matt Damon. Number one in what? I asked, interrupting their girl talk. All the girls broke out laughing. My wife stood up, walked over to me and kissed me hard. When she broke the kiss, she turned to her friends and announced, He is my number one. Bullshit, that is not allowed. Cried out a very tipsy Jenna, Alexis's best friend, and a raving beauty. You have to announce yours in front of your husband for cheating, Alexis. Alexis smiled. Okay. Announce what? I asked. My favorite five. She revealed. Favorite five what? I asked, still not catching on. The five celebrities she is allowed to fuck if she ever meets them and it doesn't count as cheating. Jenna explained. Oh, I replied before adding. Wait, do I get a list? Of course. Alexis smiled. Although they are the five celebrities you would like to see me sleep with. A blonde I didn't know said. Oh, Alexis, you are so bad. Alexis smiled. I am not, I am just drawn that way. Quoting my favorite 80s movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Alexis pointed to a spot for me to sit at the round table and then slid beside me. Jenna, already showing impatience, demanded. Stop stalling, Alexis, you're top five. Fine, fine, fine. Alexis responded. Let's see, number five would still be Brad Pitt. I know he used to be my number one, but he gets older while my list stays the same age. The girls laughed. Number four would be Hugh Jackman. My wife revealed, her hand landing on my leg. Why? Jenna asked. She shrugged, her hand under the table slithering up my leg slowly. I love his British accent. Fair enough. Jenna agreed. Number three and two both play James Bond. Although tough to choose one over the other, I guess Pierce Bronson is number three and Daniel Craig is number two, but they could be interchangeable. She winked, her hand now firmly on my cock.a as she struggled with one hand to pull down my zipper and release my cock, she revealed her number one. And without a doubt, and if there was it ended when I saw crazy stupid love, the completely edible Ryan Gosling. Great choices. The unknown blonde concurred. Of course. Alexis smiled, pulling my cock out from its restrictive prison. I let out a quiet moan, but no one seemed to notice. My wife began slowly giving me a hand job under the table as the conversation continued. Jenna asked, All right, Jeremy, since you crashed this girl's night, you must play the game too. I didn't crash the party. Alexis told me to meet her here. I said defensively. Jenna, giving my wife a look, said, 
She did, did she? Alexis, suddenly defensive and almost fearful of upsetting Jenna, stammered. I am sorry. He is just going away next week and, well, I miss him. Jenna gave one last dagger's look and returned her gaze to me, her crystal blue eyes piercing into mine. So your fave five. Or as Alexis already pointed out, the five you would like to see her dyke out with. I countered. I am not sure they would be the same. Really? Jenna asked, clearly the leader of this group. I don't know. I would have to think about it. I responded. Jenna played with her long blonde hair, the way she twirled with it, and her tone implying a flirtation if it wasn't for the fact that my wife was right beside me, my cock gripped firmly in her hand. So either leave, or give us a famous five. I looked at Alexis and she gave a subtle nod. Jenna laughed. Oh Jeremy are you ever whipped, asking permission to answer a question. Wow, Alexis I am impressed. I spoke confidently. I am not whipped. I just love to look at my lovely wife. You two make me sick. Jenna sighed. All right, my favorite five. I began getting back to the conversation. Jenna interrupted. That you want to see your beautiful wife play with. Sure. I agreed. Okay, since my wife seems to like British men, I am assuming she would like British women too. So at number five is Kate Beckinsale, based on the fact that her favorite chick flick is serendipity and she is damn hot. My wife shrugged. What can I say? I am a sucker for a romantic comedy. Her hand began moving faster as I continued. Sticking with the British theme, number four is Kira Knightley and number three, I am pretty sure she is legal now, would be Emma Watson. She is all grown up now. Oh, you nasty boy. Jenna teased, using a full British accent that had my cock twitch. My wife gave a sudden squeeze, knowing exactly why I twitched. Trying to distract her, I continued. At number two is the quirky, the hot, the often pantyhose wearing Zoe Deschanel. Oh, is that your fetish? Jenna flirted. I stammered, realizing I revealed too much. Am I well, I suppose so. Alexis added, trying to one up the tipsy, flirting Jenna. Yes, he loves fucking me in stockings. The chubby girl gasped. Alexis. Alexis smiled back. What? I do what I need to do to please my man, don't I, baby? I purred back. Indeed you do, my pet. Jenna joked. You two really do make me sick. Let's get back to our little game. So, Jeremy, who would be number one on this list of your wife dyking out with celebrities? Sticking with the crazy stupid love theme, I will go with the beautiful red-headed Emma Stone. Hmm. Alexis faked a moaned. Good choice, baby. I would devour her whole. Her hand was now moving at a steady rate on my cock and her naughty innuendo was getting me close. Jenna asked. Would your fave five be any different? I don't think so. I reflected. All five are very fuckable. Indeed they are. Jenna laughed. Well, ladies, next stop is Malibu's end. She added, looking at me. No boys allowed. Feeling my balls bubbling, I stiffened my legs and got ready to come from my wife's hand, while four of her friends sat around the same table, oblivious. I shrugged. No biggie, I have things I need to do. Jenna smiled. Good, because we are getting your wife's shitface tonight. Go ahead, I said, barely holding in a moan, as I began to shoot my cum underneath the table. 
Alexis kept pumping my cock until my public, yet secret, orgasm subsided. Once done, she let go off my cock and subtly put her hand to her mouth and retrieved the cum that had landed on her hand. It was so fucking hot, I wanted to fuck her right here, right then. I also knew right then, right there that no matter how great my famous five were, my real number one was right beside me. The conversation continued for a few minutes and after awkwardly getting my cock back in my pants, I texted a buddy and made plans to meet at the pub. Making sure to make it clear I was the man in our relationship, I pulled her in for a passionate kiss in front of her friends before saying, Have fun tonight, sexy. I am going to meet Pete and have a few drinks. She leaned in and whispered, Sorry about tonight. I had a naughty plan for you, but it will have to wait. I gave her a wink that implied it was fine and said my goodbyes. I headed out and ended up not getting home until 2.30 and was shocked to see she still wasn't home. I crashed on the bed, still fully dressed, and instantly hit full slumber. The Fourth Day of Sexmas Saturday, December 17, 2011 When I finally opened my eyes, a hangover clearly at work, I rolled over and saw my lovely bride still asleep. I quietly got out of bed and made her and me my hangover cure, a fruit smoothie and oatmeal, the real kind, none of that microwavable crap. I also made some coffee just in case. Once it was made, I put it on a tray and went upstairs. Alexis was awake, but not moving. I said, Good afternoon, sleepyhead. She turned to the clock. Is it really afternoon already? Yep, I replied, reaching the bed. Sit up. I got the cure for your hangover blues. I can't believe how late we went. She mumbled, still not fully awake. I put the tray on her lap and asked, What time did you get home? It was after four. She answered through a yawn. Wow, that is like five hours past your bedtime. I joked, although it was the truth. Alexis is not a night owl, but more of a get-up-and-go type of woman, the opposite of me. So true, she sighed, before taking a long sip of the shake. Thank you, I so needed this. No problem, I can't even count the times you have helped me recover from my own self-inflicted death sentence. Seventy-three, she quipped. Hardy har har I replied. So I was thinking we could hit a movie this evening. What do you think? No decisions until I eat and make sure I am not already dead and am just in some cruel limbo place between earth and heaven. She moaned out we ate in silence and once done, slowly rejoined civilization. Showered up, Alexis was more herself. She said, Well, I don't feel perfect, but I am good enough to continue with my plan. Plan? I asked. Of course. Today is day four of the twelve days of sex moss. She winked. How could I forget? I mocked. Indeed, how could you? She retorted, her wit as quick as mine. So what is on the agenda today? An orgy with your teacher friends? Hmm, you would like that, wouldn't you? She teased, grabbing her purse. Well, not with all of them, but a couple I could handle. I responded, acting like the stud I wasn't. Let me guess, Jenna would be one. She hypothesized correctly. Well, if she begged, it would be hard to turn her down. I joked. That I agree with. She replied, throwing me for a loop with implied lesbian innuendo before instructing. Let's go, stud boy. Where? I asked, not really in the mood to be gallivanting. 
That is for me to know and you to find out. She answered, flicking me on the nose that I reluctantly followed her, although I have to admit I was slightly curious. We drove, chatting about trivial work stuff and making plans for getting me to the airport Tuesday morning, before arriving at the worst place on earth for a man, especially a man with a hangover, the mall. I groaned. Really, Alexis, you can't be serious. Of course I am, but don't you worry you're pretty little, head my dear, I guarantee you will enjoy it, she promised. Unless it includes a blowjob, I doubt you will be able to keep that promise. I quipped, the glass clearly half empty at the moment. She ignored my negativity and hopped out of the car. I quickly followed her, and we made our way through the throngs of people searching for Christmas presents. Being the good husband I was, I already had her presents, and they were amazing. I assumed Alexis had mine already too, as she was known for her militant. Christmas shopping must be done by the end of Thanksgiving weekend. Regimen doubt we walked through the entire mall before finally reaching our apparent destination, a store called Satin and S-I-N.M-Y wife smiled mischievously. Still hate me? Well, that depends on why we are going into Satin and Sin. Follow me, babe, she said, reaching for my hand and pulling me inside. I was like a fat kid in a candy store. This was wall-to-wall thin lingerie, naughty costumes and silk stockings. I couldn't even begin to know which way to turn. Alexis smiling said, So tonight is role-play fun. Excuse me? I asked, unsure what she meant. You can choose any costume you want me to try on here, and I will. Then you can pick three to buy, one that I will wear tonight when we role-play. Role-play? Anything? I questioned. Anything your little heart and cock desires. She teased. She sauntered, wiggling her ass perfectly, and reaching for a nurse's outfit. Want me to take your temperature? I countered. I know my blood is a-boiling. She laughed and disappeared behind a curtain. As she changed, I perused the costumes, choosing a few from my beautiful wife to try on. She peeked from behind the curtain. I need some white thigh highs, baby. I went over to the stockings area and grabbed a pair of white thigh highs with seams down the back. I gave them to her, excited to see her in the whole nurse's ensemble. A minute later she called. You ready? More than ready. I flirted. She revealed herself and I gasped. She looked radiant, naughty and absolutely fuckable. Cat got your tongue? No, but you do. I replied. You look so hot I want to do you here. So I will take that as I should get this one? She smirked. One million percent yes. I declared. I see you have a collection for me to try on. She noticed that I shrugged. Well, we are here already. She reached for the cop's outfit. Hmm, we may need to get some handcuffs too. She winked and disappeared again. Doubt I am sure it was less than three minutes for her to change outfits, but it was enough time for me to start creating nasty fantasies in my head of me being a patient and she a nurse helping me recover. She popped out again, and who knew a cop could be so hot? That said, if all cop outfits were this tight and short, I am sure the police would get a lot more positive attention. Susu, she asked. I would love to use my bat and stick on you. I said, going for witty. Well, I have a couple dangerous weapons here myself. She replied, squeezing her breasts together. I put my hands out and joked. I surrender, although feel free to use force. 
She chuckled and reached for the remaining outfits. I may be here all day. Next she came out in a schoolgirl's outfit, except instead of knee-high socks she still had on the white thigh highs. She sauntered over to me. Teacher, is there any way I can improve my mark? Her finger slid slowly down my chest as I responded. I don't think you fully comprehended the rise and fall of the Roman Empire, but I think you may excel in a different type of rise and fall. She smiled. If we were at home right now, I would fall to my knees and wait for you to rise to attention. Too late. I replied honestly. As she walked back to change again, she added, Of course, I would need beige thigh highs for this outfit to really work. Of course. I agreed, not caring what color the stockings were. Next she came out in what was, I think, a firefighter's outfit, although it was too skimpy for me to be sure. I only concluded this from what she said, although all dressed in red and contrasting white stockings she was ridiculously hot. I hear there is a fire that needs to be put out. Quick-witted as usual, I replied with similar sexual innuendo. Actually, I think you may need my hose. It is already fully loaded. She laughed. This one is maybe too hot. Nice pun. I pointed out as she disappeared again. She took longer this time and called out. I need beige pantyhose, baby. Okay. I replied, just as a saleswoman, in her early twenties, finally came over. She offered. I will get some for you, sir. Thanks. I replied and she quickly left, and just as quickly returned. She went to the change room area and handed them to my wife. They both were in there a couple of minutes, just enough time for my mind to play nasty tricks on me, before they both came out. If the other uniforms had me panting, this one had me literally drooling. She was Supergirl. She had the cape and everything. Her firm breasts were barely being held in by the super tight t-shirt, just the same as my cock was barely held in check in my pants. The cute saleswoman suggested. I think this outfit would work even better with darker pantyhose, say maybe mocha? I concur. My superhero wife agreed. The saleswoman left and my wife said, Does something here need saving? Oh, very much so. I replied, as my wife's hand reached my stiff cock. Hmm, she purred. This would need a lot of tender loving care. Maybe I need to be in the nurse outfit. The saleswoman unfortunately returned with darker pantyhose and suggested, You should try these on, and they come in the crotchless variety. The what? I asked. Crotchless for easy access. The cute brunette suggested rather matter-of-factly. Oh, of course. I replied, attempting to make this odd conversation casual. The brunette, thinking I hadn't caught on, explained. That way, she can keep the uniform on while role-playing as you penetrate her. I gasped and my wife replied, Well, that is very convenient. Thank you, Mabel. How did my wife know her name? My wife disappeared again as Mabel said, I will pack up the other things we talked about. From back, Alexis called back. Sounds good. What other things? I asked, curious. It is a surprise. She smiled, her smile so knowing that I could only conclude it was something sexual and awesome. Mabel disappeared and my wife reappeared in the same outfit but with darker pantyhose. And I had to agree, the darker color made the amazing outfit out of this world. I desperately wanted to fuck her right then and there. She smiled. No, all I have to do is unbutton this button that keeps my shirt tight against me. 
which she did and the shirt popped up a bit, and I could clearly make out the hole that led to her precious hole. And you have instant access to your kryptonite. I smiled reaching for her, my hand going to her pussy, and I know exactly how to make you weak at the knees. She let out a gasp as my fingers slid inside her already damp pussy. She pushed me back after a couple of seconds. Oh, I want to feel your kryptonite in my kryptonite, but, oh, fuck it. She looked around and no one was watching so she pulled me into the change room and into a smaller stall. As soon as the door was closed she pulled out my cock, bent over and I slid into her standing up. I knew we had limited time so I didn't waste a second as I quickly pumped her cunt. She desperately tried to silence her moans as I drilled her hard and deep. The fucking gave new definition to the meaning of quickie as in less than two minutes I was releasing my cum into her. I wanted to keep fucking her and get her off, but she stood up and said, reading my mind, Don't worry, baby, you can return the favor later. I love you. I replied, leaning in for a kiss. Once the kiss ended, she replied, I love you too, baby. I quickly exited the stall just as another woman was entering the change room. She gave me an odd look, but I scurried out before any scene could be made out a couple of minutes later. My wife returned back in her original outfit and said, I'll just buy them all. A very good decision. I replied and we headed to the till. Already wrapped in a bag was the secret purchase, and $257 later we were on our way back to the car. It was easily the best clothing purchase ever. The next couple of hours included a variety of non-thrilling errands in the mall that were way less tedious after our quick fuck and the knowledge that tonight was going to be... Wait for it. Legendary. A couple of presents for nieces and nephews, a gift for her mother and mailing all our Christmas cards which would definitely not arrive in time. Once back in the car and on the road I asked, So which outfit do you plan to wear tonight? Oh, I have something very, very fun in mind for you tonight. She teased, her hand landing on my leg. You really are my kryptonite. I replied, swerving back into my lane after drifting a bit from her touch and words. And you are mine. She copied, her hand giving a gentle squeeze. I drove wondering, which it would be. There were three more outfits she hadn't tried on yet, but we had purchased, a sweet bell dress, her favorite Disney princess, a flapper dress and a naughty nun outfit. Each outfit had different fantasies spinning in my head at a high-speed pace. My cock stayed stiff the whole drive home. Two hours later, supper, dessert, and dishes done. We were in the living room watching the news when my wife said, I am going to call mom. Sure, I replied, wondering if this role-playing thing was a no-go tonight, as phone calls with her mother were not known for their brevity. Alexis left, as she always went to the bedroom to chat with her mother, and I flipped on the hockey game. Ten minutes later I heard Alexis, the sound of heels on the hardwood floor and looked up to see the most beautiful sight I have ever laid eyes on. My wife was dressed in an outfit I had not seen earlier today. She had recreated herself as a 1950s goddess. I have always said I was born in the wrong decade. I love everything 1950s, the music, the cars, and the fashion. Now there in front of me, slowly walking down the stairs one at a time, was my wife in a poodle skirt the same dark pantyhose, which I assumed were crotchless, a fluorescent pink blouse with two buttons already undone to showcase her perfect cleavage, two pigtails and a sucker in her mouth. Oh, how I badly wanted to be that sucker. Once she reached me, 
She put one leg on the couch clearly presenting her pussy, surrounded by pantyhose, and quoted Grease. Tell me about it, stud. Olivia Newton-John in Greece was my biggest stroke fantasy as a kid and my wife had just made my two biggest obsessions come true in one outfit. I stammered, rendered utterly speechless by my wife. Ah, you are electrifying. She straddled my lap and leaned in for a passionate kiss. We made out like horny teenagers, our tongues swirling inside each other's mouths and our breathing heavy. Once she broke the kiss, she went to my ear and nibbled it while pulling off my shirt. Once off, she explored my neck and chest completely, kissing, nibbling, and licking every crevice. Time stood still as she made love to my entire body. Eventually, she made it to below the waist and once she had my pants off, she continued the deep exploring. My legs, my feet, my ass were explored in complete depth, the whole time purposely ignoring my stiff cock. Unable to take it anymore, it was my turn to explore. I lifted her up and carried her to the bedroom and laid her on our king-sized bed. I wanted to fuck her in costume, so my exploration was limited to the uncovered parts of her luscious body. I spattered her neck with kisses. I teased her ear with my tongue. I massaged her arms gently. I slid to her feet and sucked each toe through the sheer nylon. I kissed and licked every inch of her pantyhose-covered legs, everywhere but her glistening wet pussy. Eventually, it was she who broke first. Please, baby, I can't last much longer. Fuck me, fuck me now. I wanted to be able to hold on to her pantyhose ankles so I demanded, showing a bit of dominance I usually don't show. Get on all fours now, baby. Hmm. She moaned, quickly obeying my command. I like a man who knows what he wants. Getting behind her, I rubbed my cock on her pantyhose-covered ass. It felt so good that I ended up teasing both me and Alexis. She began pushing back pleading. Baby, stop teasing me. I need your cock in me so bad. Although I could have continued the slow tease forever, I obliged her request and slipped my cock easily inside her wet cunt. Once deep inside her warmth, I asked. So baby, since you are so horny and desperate to come, I am going to let you fuck me. She looked back slightly confused as I grabbed both her ankles. Catching on to my instructions, she smiled. Hold on, Kauba. Instantly, she leaned forward and then bounced back, taking my cock deeper into her than I ever could if I was on top. Obviously, the depth shocked her, as she let out a loud yelp. Once she got accustomed to my cock buried so deep in her, she began to bounce back and forth, riding my cock. Her moaning instantly began as did her heavy breathing. I watched her perfect pantyhose-covered ass move back and forth as she desperately tried to bring herself to orgasm. As her moaning continued, her breathing got heavier and I knew she was going to come soon. Yet she didn't. Her moans continued, eventually a few minutes later turning into whimpers as she attempted to come, but couldn't. It was so fucking hot, and yet also somewhat amusing to watch her growing frustration. Finally she said, I can't come this way baby, I need to be on my back. Beg, I demanded, something I had never requested from her before. She didn't even blink an eye as she moaned. Oh baby, please fuck me. Fuck your little slut, make her come. She had also never referred to herself as a slut, which had my cock twitch uncontrollably, still buried inside her. She obviously felt it as she moaned. Oh, you like that, do you? You like hearing your wife call herself a slut? 
A whore? Your dirty plaything? She moved, allowing my cock to slip out of her as she continued. Do you want your slut to suck your cock? She crawled to my cock and looked up at me, waiting my answer. Realizing the role play was turning her on, I took control. Yes, slut, I want your cock-sucking mouth wrapped around my big cock. I want to see those ruby red whore lips swallow me whole. Do a good job and maybe I'll fuck that wet cunt of yours. After saying cunt, I paused, knowing she despised that word. I needn't have worried as she deep-throated my cock and began sucking it like a porn star. I watched my beautiful wife, in pigtails, slobbering all over my cock and decided it was time to get her off. I ordered, On your back, slut. She quickly fell onto her back and opened her pantyhose-clad legs. I positioned myself between those silk legs and ordered, Beg baby, beg for my big hard cock. Looking deadly serious, her blue-green eyes boring into mine, she begged, Oh yes, baby, shove that big cock in my cunt. No, your cunt, you own it, you call it what you want. So horny and the foreplay now officially over, I slipped my cock back inside her lava hot box. As soon as I entered her she got animated. Oh yes, baby, fuck your slut, fuck her hard. I tried to oblige, going as fast and deep as I could, each thrust hitting her pelvis. Her moans echoed through the room as did her nasty words. Oh god yes, baby, harder baby, fuck my cunt like the slut I am, your slut, your slut, your slut. Her legs tightened around me and pulled me in as her orgasm shuddered through her entire being. I sat there, lodged deep inside her, as the orgasm filled her with pure bliss. I knew from experience that once she orgasmed, my job was to just hold her until the orgasm had completely subsided. Time stood still as I watched my beautiful bride and her red cheeks as she tried to calm down her erratic breathing. Eventually, she released me from her cocoon and I rolled beside her. She looked at me, her smile unable to hide how great I had made her feel. That was fucking amazing. Agreed. Now it is your turn. She smiled, moving in to give me one of her amazing blowjobs. I stopped her. I want you to try something new. I said. Really? She smiled, clearly ready to do whatever I asked. I want you to give me a foot job. Hmm, she said. That is a new one. She laid me onto my back and then with a bit of struggle got my cock between the soles of her two pantyhose-clad feet. She slowly began to move her pantyhose-covered feet up and down on my cock. The feeling was so enthralling. Her silk-covered feet were a new sensation of pleasure. As she got more comfortable, she began to get in a rhythm, not as fast as with her hand or mouth, but at a reasonable pace to get the juices flowing. After a couple of minutes of this, she began to talk dirty again. Come for me, baby. Shoot your cum all over your slut's stocking feet. I want it, baby. I want your cum on my feet. Come, baby, come for me, come for your slut. Her dirty talk was the final push I needed to come, and when she reached between her legs and began spanking her clit while she footfucked me, I came. I grunted and watched as my cum sprayed straight in the air and landed on her feet and our sheets. Once I was done coming, she somehow pulled her foot up to her mouth and sucked my cum into her mouth. It was so fucking hot. She repeated the obscene move with her other foot, smiling at me as she made a show of cleansing her foot of my cum. Once done, she shocked me one last time as she moved between my legs and retrieved the cum that had landed on the sheets. 
It was so hot that my cock didn't shrink as it should have as I watched my beautiful wife, dressed as a fifties innocent, sucking cum off the sheets like a complete slut. Eventually, both exhausted, we collapsed together on our bed and, with my arms wrapped around her never wanting to let her go, we drifted into slumber. The Fifth Day of Sexmas Sunday, December 18th, 2011 I woke up exhausted and honestly my cock was a bit sore. I couldn't imagine making it to day 12 if this was the pace she had in mind. If I was still 19, sure, but I was no longer a teenager with unlimited stamina and a quick trigger. That said, there was no way I was going to complain to my wife about such attention. Sunday was pretty regular, sleep in, get in our church clothes, go to church, have lunch with her parents, and then rotating Sunday afternoon football socials. The men watch football and the girls do whatever they do when they are together. Neither of us actually mentioned last night's rather intense love-making session nor had she done anything crazy here on the fifth day of sex moss. We arrived home after supper and my wife said, with a yawn, Baby, I need an hour of marking before bed. Sure, honey, I replied, kind of thankful to not have to perform tonight. I collapsed on the couch and watched the last half of Sunday night football. I was slightly dozing off about half an hour later when Alexis called me. I shut the TV off, figuring I would check what she needed and hit the bed a little early. I walked up the stairs into her office, but she wasn't there. I called, Honey, where are you? In the bedroom, she called out. I yawned as I walked into my room and stopped mid-yawn. On our bed was my Alexis in her Supergirl outfit, also on the bed was a Superman outfit, and even more shocking was our camcorder on a tripod pointed at the bed. You didn't think Sex Moss was over, did you? She teased, posing provocatively. I am well, I babbled. Apparently my surprise worked, she teased. Indeed it did, I responded, walking to the bed. And I assume this is for me? Of course, she replied. I began undressing and pondering this latest surprise. I had pestered her to make a video forever, but she hadn't even remotely considered it. Once naked, I put on the tight outfit that had a very convenient opening for my cock. Once I'd got it on, she ordered, Go press record. I did and she instantly looked at the camera. Fuck Superman, get over here I am craving some stiff steel. I walked over to the bed, pulled out my cock and offered, Well, Supergirl, here it is. My wife crawled over to my stiff missile and took it in her mouth. She made sure to look at the camera when she could and did she ever put on a show. She started slow, focusing on my mushroom head. She followed this by using her tongue to slide down my cock slowly, before taking each ball in her mouth. She returned to my cock and deep-throated me, holding my cock in her mouth for a few seconds before she began a fast and furious assault on my cock with her mouth. Knowing I would come soon if she couldn't this fast pace, I pushed her onto her back and crawled between her legs. I popped open the buttons covering her cunt and buried my face in between her legs. I sucked on her clit and slid a finger inside her warmth. Her moans began instantly, and her breathing picked up as I slowly fingered her. Unlike yesterday's nasty talk, today she was silent and just enjoying the pleasure I was giving her. I wanted this to last, so I took my time pleasing her. I licked slowly rolling her clit with my tongue, which had her giving slight spasms of joy, but not enough to get off. 
After a few minutes of this, she surprised me yet again by grabbing my head, pulling it deeper into her pussy and beginning to rub her pussy up and down on my face. Her moans increased again, and in less than a minute my face was coated with her cum. She helped me there until after her orgasm was done, and then demanded, Get on your back, Superman. I quickly obeyed and watched my wife straddle my cock, turn to face the camera and not me, and envelop my cock. She then rode me slow and smooth, looking at the camera the whole time. I couldn't see her face, but I could hear the soft moans with each up and down rise and fall. I just laid back and enjoyed the ride. Her sweet ass moving up and down on my stiff erection was mesmerizing to watch. I don't know how long she kept up this slow, sweet pace, but it felt like an eternity. Suddenly, she somehow tightened her cunt around my cock and started riding me faster. The pleasure quickly accelerated from a slow simmer to a fast boil as my wife got all porn star on me. Her moans became louder, and she finally spoke. Oh yeah, baby, your cock feels so good in me. Tell me when you are close. A minute later I warned her. I'm close, baby. My wife quickly got off me and pulled me up onto my knees. Once I was up, she wrapped her hand around my cock and pumped my cock furiously. It was then I realized what she was about to allow me to do, another first, a facial. Just the thought of doing it was too much, and I sprayed my cum on her face. The first stream hit her forehead and hair, the second her nose and mouth, and the third and final blast her chin. It was the hottest moment ever, and it was on tape. Once done, she gobbled my cock again and retrieved any last-minute cum. Finally, she looked to the camera, smiled, and said, Movie won my first facial. I collapsed back on the bed and she followed. Foreshadowing a crazy next seven days, she teased. If you think this was hot, you have not seen anything yet. I smiled and said, If we keep up at this pace, I may not make it. She smiled back. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I countered, I guess worst case scenario, it would be a great way to go. The Sixth Day of Sexmas Monday, December 19th, 2011 I woke up expecting some sort of hot kinky sex, but found the bed empty. I felt a surprising wave of disappointment to not see her in bed. I yawned and could hear music downstairs, so I grabbed my robe and made my way to the kitchen. I could smell the delicious aroma of bacon. Once I reached the kitchen my morning got even better. Alexis, naked except for her apron to cover her precious parts, was frying bacon and making pancakes. Breakfast had never been so sexy. She smiled, grabbed the coffee and sauntered over to me, leaned over to give me an ample peek at her firm breasts, and poured my coffee. Once my coffee was poured, she returned to the stove and finished making breakfast. I sipped my coffee and just admired my beautiful wife and her determination to continue to make our marriage spontaneous. She finished the last of the bacon and made me a plate. She returned to the kitchen table and handed me a plate with bacon, pancakes, and toast. She smiled and said, Good morning, baby. This is an interactive breakfast. Interactive? I asked confused. Then, without a word, she dropped to her knees, crawled under the table, and took my cock in her mouth. Stunned yet again, I took a bite of bacon as my wife slowly sucked my cock. I grabbed the sports section of the paper and checked the scores while I had breakfast and got a slow blowjob. Another of my dreams was to be watching football, 
with a beer in one hand, a plate with steak in front of me while Alexis gave me the exact same luxurious blowjob. Alexis pleasured my cock with such tenderness. I doubt I would have come if we stayed in these positions for the whole day. I would have just continued to be in a perpetual state of pleasure. Alas, after fifteen minutes I was finished breakfast and decided my wife deserved some pleasure too. I said, Get up here, baby. She crawled out from underneath the table with a smile on her face. Did you enjoy your breakfast? It was delicious and very relaxing. I replied, But I think it is time for you to have the same luxurious breakfast. I already ate. She replied, before adding to clarify. Breakfast, I mean. Well, then I guess I should have dessert. I smiled, lifting her onto the table and spreading her legs. I moved to her pussy and gave long, wide licks of her still dry pussy lips. The wetness soon came and I continued with long up and down strokes, eager to get her off. I felt her lean back and I was surprised when I saw a yellow banana in my face. Fuck me with this baby, while you suck my clit. Not one to disagree with my wife's pleasure, I took the long, curved fruit and slipped it inside her now very damp pussy. Moving my head up a bit, I moved up and concentrated on her clit. Tentative at first with the fruit, I began to pump my wife's pussy with it when she demanded. Fuck me, baby, fuck me fast. As I obeyed her request, her breathing got heavier and I knew the double pleasure of my mouth on her clit and the banana in her pussy was going to get her off soon. Oh God, yes, don't stop, baby, don't you dare fucking stop. She screamed as she got closer and seconds later exploded all over the makeshift fuck toy. Taking charge, I let go of her clit, pulled out the banana, pulled her off the table, bent her over the table and slid my cock inside her just fucked pussy. She hadn't even finished climaxing when I began to pound her from behind. Her loud moans continued with each thrust. Oh yes, baby, fuck me. I want to feel your come deep inside me. One of her hands held onto the table for grip while the other reached for the banana and she sucked her juices off the long, yellow fruit. The sight was hot, obscene, and so out of character for my wife that it had my balls bubbling and three more hard deep thrusts was all I needed to fill my wife with my seed. I continued slow pumps into my wife as I finished my orgasm. Once spent, I fell back on my chair and my wife turned around, peeled the banana and took a bite. She smiled. I figured that with you leaving at five in the morning tomorrow you may want to go to bed early, so I'd better get the sixth day of Christmas done early. You continue to surprise me, baby. I replied, watching her eat the banana that was just buried inside her. I know by peeling the fruit it was still clean and so forth, but it still seemed so naughty. Again foreshadowing even more naughtiness, she teased, finishing the banana. Oh baby, there is so much more to come and I definitely indeed meant the pun. She sat on my lap, her wetness leaking onto my leg and leaned in for a sweet, soft kiss. We both eventually unwrapped ourselves from our lust and got ready for work. As I drove to work forty-five minutes later I knew I had the best wife in the world. The Seventh Day of Sexmas Tuesday, December 20th, 2011 After yesterday's morning sex, I went over 24 hours without any action. Last night, Alexis worked late getting her Christmas pageant ready for Wednesday and I packed and went to bed early. I was leaving for a two-day conference in New York and would not return until Thursday evening. 
I was getting so used to her surprises, I expected some sort of action in the morning, or on the drive to the airport, but it was all business. Hugs, kisses, promises to call tonight. The day itself was uneventful. A two-hour delay at the airport, a painfully bumpy flight and a stupidly expensive cab ride and I was in downtown New York. That afternoon I did some shopping, bought Alexis a couple of sweet New York trinkets she would love. I took a risk, buying her an expensive gold dress that I was sure she would love. Although my track record at buying her clothing was spotty at best, the wrong size, unflattering colors, etc., I was pretty confident this was perfect. I assumed she already had a dress for this year's formal New Year's Eve party, but in case she didn't this would be perfect. I had a great supper at an overpriced steakhouse and retreated to my room around 7.30. As I collapsed on my king-sized bed, I checked my phone for messages and learned it was dead. I grabbed a charger and plugged it in. I noticed three missed calls from Alexis, one from Jared, a colleague, and five missed text messages all from Alexis. The first one was while I was in the air. Alexis, have a good flight. I saw you were delayed. The second one came at around lunch. Alexis, I am having a cucumber salad for lunch. What else can a cucumber be used for? My cock twitched at that sexual innuendo. The third came after her school day would have been done. Alexis, I am so horny right now. I am going through withdrawal. Well, I was too I realized my growing cock pointed out. The fourth text was from a couple hours ago. Alexis, called you twice. Turn on your phone so I can turn you on. Now fully erect, I checked the last message. Alexis, I found out what else a cucumber can be used for. Too bad you didn't answer my last call. She wouldn't? Would she? A week ago I would have said no, but now, hmm, maybe. I tried calling her back but it was my turn to get no answer. I sighed and texted her. Sorry baby, my phone died. Back at the hotel now. Probably just going to watch porn and wish you were here. Jay, of course, I didn't watch porn. I watched a hockey game. I was just dozing off when my cell rang. It was Alexis. Hey baby, how was your day? She asked. A travel day. Long, frustrating, and tiresome. I replied. Too bad I wasn't there to make you feel better. She teased. Don't start something you can't finish. I threatened. Hmm, is that a challenge? She asked. Unsure what she meant, I decided to play along. Yes, it is. Game on, she replied. Do you know what I am wearing right now? I am going to go with a monkey suit. I joked. Haha, you perv. That probably would turn you on. She teased. Anything you wear turns me on, baby. I countered. You don't have to suck up, baby. You already have me. Just stating the facts, ma'am. I replied. Anyways, the answer to my simple question is absolutely nothing. She said. Hmm. I moaned, envisioning her on our bed naked, before adding. Not even stockings? Nope. She replied. As naked as the day I was born. Question. Yes. I replied, used to her changing subjects randomly with one word, question. If I was to dyke out with one of my friends, who would you like it to be? WW what? I stammered. I think my question was pretty clear. She rebuked, teasing me. 
Realizing there was no good answer to this question, I answered. I refused to answer based on the reality that whoever I say could lead to dire consequences for me later. Good call, she teased, but I already know the answer. You do? I asked. Jenna, correct? She hypothesized correctly. She would be a decent choice. I answered before adding. But she still doesn't light a candle to you, my dear. Hmm. She moaned into the phone. That's a Jenna. Lick my pussy. What? I repeated like an imbecile. Ignoring me, she continued. Oh, fuck yes, Jenna. Your tongue feels so good on my pussy. Briefly, my mind wondered whether this was real or just role-playing before I decided who cares and with my free hand struggled to release my growing cock. Her breathing increased and I knew that she indeed was having her pussy pleasured, although I assumed it was by her hand or toy. Oh God, Jenna, why didn't we start doing this long time ago? Your face buried between my legs is fucking hot. I heard a muffled. I don't know. Which confused me even more. I was pretty sure it was all just a fantasy, but there was just enough lingering doubt to confuse me. My free hand went to my cock as my wife continued talking to me. Fuck Jeremy, Jenna has my cunt so fucking wet. Too bad you weren't here to watch, maybe join in. Deciding to play along, I said, Oh baby, if I was there I would do more than just watch. She moaned, Oh really, baby? What would you do? Shove your cock in my mouth while Jenna pleasured me? Push her out of the way and shove your big cock in me? Or would you fuck Jenna from behind, pounding her so hard her face was shoved deep inside my wet cunt? I couldn't believe her words or her using the word cunt again. Her moans were increasing and I responded. I would shove my cock in Jenna's mouth and get it nice and hard. Hmm, she moaned. And then? Realizing she was getting turned on by my dirty talk, I continued. When I would have both you sluts on your knees, your tight asses high up for me, and I would go back and forth fucking each of your whore cunts. Her moans continued as I got more detailed. I would do five quick strokes in you and then five in your best friend. I would do three more in you and three in your wet friend. I would slap your ass while I buried my cock deep in your blonde friend and repay the favor when I buried my cock deep in your wet cunt. Oh God, baby, keep talking, I'm close. She moaned. Deciding she wanted to be dominated verbally, I said. I would then throw Jenna onto her back, spread her legs wide and shove my cock in her. While I fucked her, I would order you to straddle her and lower your soaking wet cunt on her pretty face and pull your hair leading you to her clit. You would suck on her clit while your husband's cock filled her cunt so completely. Oh God, yes, baby, that is so fucking hot. She moaned. Knowing she was close, I went for the kill. I would keep drilling her, until I could no longer hold it, and I would pull out and shoot my load all over your face, Alexis, just as your friend's tongue got you off. Aya, She screamed, clearly coming. I was right behind her, as I shot a load of cum all over myself a few seconds later. She heard my grunt and moaned. You coming too, baby? Yes. I grunted into the phone. Silence suddenly filled the room except our heavy breathing from miles away. Finally, she spoke. Well, that was fun. Indeed it was, I replied. We talked for a few minutes and agreed that we probably wouldn't have a chance to talk tomorrow. I was in a meeting from eight until at least five and that was followed by a supper with a potential group of clients. 
Alexis had her Christmas pageant tomorrow and wouldn't get home until late. After the show, it was traditional for the girls to go out and celebrate the end of the exhausting and demanding Christmas pageant. As she was about to hang up, she said, There will be a present for you when you get back to the hotel tomorrow. There will? I asked. What is it? You will have to wait and see, she replied. But I expect you to use it tomorrow night, understood? Okay. I agreed, not knowing what I was agreeing to. We said our goodbyes and I finished watching sports highlights before hitting the hay. 8. The eighth day of Sexmas, Wednesday, December 21, th. 2011 It was a long day. The meetings were boring for the most part but did show positive signs for the future. Anyway, I didn't get back to the hotel until almost ten at night, and indeed there was a package on my bed when I entered my room. I was so tired and more than slightly drunk that I thought about waiting until tomorrow to open it, but I remembered I promised Alexis I would use it. Also, I was pretty curious what she could possibly be sending me. I opened the package and realized it was a pink pussy. A sex toy for men. I can truthfully say I had never used such a toy. If I didn't get a mouth or pussy to please me, I used my hand. I noticed there was a note. Hey baby, I hope you like your present. It is a pocket pussy. Now if you look closely you will notice that it is actually a perfect replica of your wife's sweet C.U.N.T. I paused and took a closer look at the toy. Having spent a lot of time between my wife's legs, I could identify it in a police lineup of pussies. So when I took a close look I noticed it did indeed look identical to her sweet box. I returned to the letter. I won't even get into the amount of work it took to get a replica Alexis pussy, but it was extensive. Now go order some porn, grab the lube that is in the box and fuck me. Kisses Alexis I couldn't believe it. She had made me a backup pussy. A traveling Alexis. It was too good to be true. I did as she told me. Flipping through the porn options I found one called Submissive Sluts and ordered the 12.99 fuck film. As the film started, a hot babysitter was caught masturbating by the father of the child she was supposed to be babysitting and soon was made into a fuck toy for the man. Lubricating my cock generously, I grabbed the pocket Alexis and slowly penetrated it. The feeling was surprisingly tight and incredibly real. I slowly moved by hand up and down masturbating myself with Alexis's pussy. I watched the scene on TV as the babysitter was now being face-fucked, her pigtails being used as handlebars. Not wanting to come too quick, I stopped and just allowed the odd feeling of the plastic pussy to warm me. The babysitter was soon riding the man's cock and I returned to slow strokes. The pussy was so tight that I could feel an orgasm beginning to build. I kept up the slow pace until the guy shoved the slutty babysitter onto the floor and without any lube buried his cock in her ass. She screamed in pain and I began to furiously stroke my cock. I closed my eyes, imagining it was Alexis riding me and exploded my cum into the fake pussy. It was then I noticed there was a small opening for the cum to exit and my cum was leaking out the top and onto the bed. Figuring fuck it. I continued pumping my cock until the last of my cum had slid out. When I opened my eyes, the babysitter was riding the cock in her ass, her moans implying she was no longer in pain. I shut the movie off, pulled the fake cunt off me and cleaned myself and the toy up. I traveled a lot and it was clear, like my MasterCard, 
I would not be leaving home without it. 9. The ninth day of Sexmas, Thursday, December 22 th. 2011 I arrived home around 8 in the evening and once in the house I saw flower petals on the floor. Now usually that is what a man does, but it was clear I was to follow them. I dropped my travel bag on the floor and followed the petals that led, as expected, to our bedroom. As I approached the bedroom, I noticed it was dark except for the flicker of candles. I reached my door and was stunned to see my wife on the bed, her legs in white stockings spread wide. A few strawberries were on the bed leading to her pussy which was covered in whipped cream. She smiled. I hope you are hungry. Famished, I replied, reaching the bed and popping the first strawberry in my mouth. Between strawberries, I kissed her stocking-clad legs, my red lips leaving subtle marks on her white stockings. She moaned. I haven't come since the last time your cock was in me. Well, we better change that, I replied popping another strawberry in my mouth. I continued the slow kisses, deciding that tonight I was going to make love to her, not fuck her. The difference was subtle, but noticeable. I got to her thighs, where the stockings ended and her white flesh began, and popped the last strawberry in my mouth. She moaned loudly with anticipation when my lips touched her inner thigh. She said, There are three more. Confused, I asked. Three more what? Strawberries. She smiled devilishly. I looked around and saw none, although I thought maybe there might be one in her whipped cream. Upon closer look, I saw none and said, No, there aren't. She smiled. Keep looking, stud. The light bulb suddenly went on. My little minx of a wife had put strawberries inside her cunt. Oh, I responded, letting her know I finally had caught on. I reached her whipped cream-covered pussy and began to clean her. The whipped cream, mixed with her wetness, was a savory delight. Once I had licked her pussy area clean, I looked at her beautiful shaved pussy. She teased. I hope you have room for more. Oh, I think I can find room. I slid a finger inside her and pulled out a strawberry. It was covered by her shine. I made sure we were making eye contact when I popped it in my mouth. Hmm. I said, that is the best strawberry dip ever. And it was. I repeated the naughty strawberry retrieval a second time. When only one strawberry was left, I slowly pulled it out, which was a little tougher as it was deep inside her, and then instead of eating it, I brought it to my wife's red lips. She opened her mouth and ate the juice-covered strawberry. My erect cock accidentally hit her pussy and she twitched. Taking the moment as a sign... I slid my cock inside her, and as our lips met, we made love. Our lips never parted while I slowly made love to my wife for an eternity. Twenty minutes turned into thirty, which turned into forty, before either of us were close to achieving orgasmic bliss. I finally broke the kiss. I want us to come together, baby. Me too, she replied, and we both focused on making it happen. I began to fuck her faster and her hand went to her clit. She rubbed herself furiously attempting to speed up her orgasm. Feeling my balls beginning to boil and hearing her moaning getting closer to her orgasm, I asked. You close, baby? Yes, baby, just a few a few more hard thrusts. She moaned loudly. I obliged and after five deep thrusts our mouths crashed together again. In unison, my cum and her juice collided and we moaned into each other's mouths euphoria hitting at the exact same time.
At this moment we were not man and woman, we were two lovers becoming one. Nothing had ever been so sweet and pleasurable than this moment, and we both knew it. We held on tight as our dual orgasms spread through our bodies before collapsing on the bed, drenched in sweat. I love you, I said. I love you too, baby. She purred, my cock still in her. We stared into each other's eyes for a couple of minutes, knowing just how special we were to each other. 10. The Tenth Day of Sexmas, Friday, December 23 th. 2011 Alexis, off work and on Christmas holidays since after the Christmas pageant on Wednesday, slept in while I headed to work to file a last-minute report. It was early afternoon when Alexis called me. When will you be home? A couple of hours, I admitted. Okay, I am going to Jenna's for a couple of cocktails before the Christmas party. My mind reeled as it automatically replayed our little phone fantasy from a couple days ago. Sure, what time will you be heading to the party? Around five o'clock, she answered. Cocktails are at five and supper follows at six. All right, should I just meet you there? Sure, she said, warning me. And don't be late. I won't, I promise. And I left your clothes on the bed, she added. You're dressing me now? I always have, she responded. Touché. Anyway. I am going to hang up now so I can get this bullshit report done, so I can make it to your Christmas party. Kisses, she finished and hung up. I finished the report, drove home, showered, and put on the suit she left me. I arrived on time and much to my surprise, Alexis wasn't there yet. I texted her, and she texted back that they were running a bit late and to grab a drink. I ended up having two before Alexis showed up looking radiant and slightly tipsy. Beside her was Jenna, looking just as radiant and just as tipsy. Alexis sauntered over and kissed me. She whispered in my ear, I am really fucking horny, baby. How many drinks have you had? I asked. Just three, she answered. But I would sure like you to get me a fourth. The next couple hours were anticlimactic. Supper, awards and speeches followed much as in previous years, and other than my wife's hand on my lap. It was just like any other teacher party. Lots of talking about stuff I didn't know about or care about. Finally, the mundane crap ended and the dance started. As soon as the music began, a now very tipsy Jenna grabbed a very tipsy Alexis hand. Come on, we are dancing. I watched the two on the dance floor in their diva dresses. They were incredibly hot to watch and I couldn't get the thought of Alexis and Jenna in a nasty lesbian twosome out of my head. I would never cheat on Alexis, but the thought of watching those two in lesbian passion had my cock stiff again. A couple of songs in, Alexis waved me onto the dance floor and I joined the girls for a dancing threesome. Throughout the next few numbers, both groped me in subtle ways, although either so naughty it could be taken as anything more than dance floor rules. Either way, it kept me hard as a rock and once a slow song played, I pulled Alexis close for some alone time. We danced in silence for the first half of the song, before Alexis finally asked, So are you happy to see me or is that a gun in your pants? I smiled. The weapon is loaded and ready to go off. Well, she considered, we better find a place to disarm that weapon. She grabbed my hand and led me out of the room and paused, looking for a place for us to be alone. I saw some stairs and pointed. She quickly dragged me up the stairs to a secluded dark area. 
As soon as we reached the top, she unzipped my pants, pulled out my cock and began sucking. She was clearly drunker than I thought as she bobbed back and forth on my cock with reckless abandon. I moaned after a couple of minutes. If you don't stop, I am going to come. She didn't stop and I soon shot a load of cum down her throat. She continued the fast-paced assault until every drop was spent before standing back up and shoving her tongue down my throat. The kiss was passionate and hot, and I could taste the lingering aftertaste of my cum. Once she broke the kiss, she said, Same place, one hour. S.S. Sure. I stammered as she walked away and back down the stairs. I looked at my watch. That had taken four minutes. Apparently, I had just given a whole new meaning to the word quickie. The next hour was a couple of drinks, a couple of dances and a lot of listening to generic bullshit from Alexis' colleagues. Finally from the dance floor, an even drunker Alexis gave me a look and I politely excused myself. A couple of minutes later we were indeed at the same place, but this time she lifted up her dress to reveal she was commando and demanded, Shove that big snake of yours in me, baby. I pulled out the generously labeled snake and easily slid it inside her sopping wet pussy. Like her an hour ago, I pumped my snake in and out of her hard and fast. Like me an hour ago, she was incredibly horny and breathing heavy after only a couple of strokes. I kept up the rapid drilling and she, like me an hour ago, came in only a couple of minutes. I kept pumping in and out as she held onto the wall for dear life as her orgasm shuddered through her. I was about to quit thinking we had a limited time and I had got my wife off, when she demanded, Keep fucking me, baby. I want to feel your cum inside me. I want to walk around with your juice deep inside me while I am on the dance floor. The Eighth Day of Sexmas Wednesday, December 21, th. 2011 It was a long day. The meetings were boring for the most part, but did show positive signs for the future. Anyway, I didn't get back to the hotel until almost ten at night, and indeed there was a package on my bed when I entered my room. I was so tired and more than slightly drunk that I thought about waiting until tomorrow to open it, but I remembered I promised Alexis I would use it. Also, I was pretty curious what she could possibly be sending me. I opened the package and realized it was a pink pussy. A sex toy for men. I can truthfully say I had never used such a toy. If I didn't get a mouth or pussy to please me, I used my hand. I noticed there was a note. Hey baby. I hope you like your present. It is a pocket pussy. Now if you look closely you will notice that it is actually a perfect replica of your wife's sweet C.U.N.T. I paused and took a closer look at the toy. Having spent a lot of time between my wife's legs, I could identify it in a police lineup of pussies. So when I took a close look I noticed it did indeed look identical to her sweet box. I returned to the letter. I won't even get into the amount of work it took to get a replica Alexis pussy, but it was extensive. Now go order some porn, grab the lube that is in the box and fuck me. Kisses. Alexis. I couldn't believe it. She had made me a backup pussy. A traveling Alexis. It was too good to be true. I did as she told me. Flipping through the porn options I found one called Submissive Sluts and ordered the 12.99 fuck film. As the film started, a hot babysitter was caught masturbating by the father of the child she was supposed to be babysitting and soon was made into a fuck toy for the man. 
lubricating my cock generously, I grabbed the pocket Alexis and slowly penetrated it. The feeling was surprisingly tight and incredibly real. I slowly moved by hand up and down, masturbating myself with Alexis's pussy. I watched the scene on TV as the babysitter was now being face-fucked, her pigtails being used as handlebars. Not wanting to come too quick, I stopped and just allowed the odd feeling of the plastic pussy to warm me. The babysitter was soon riding the man's cock and I returned to slow strokes. The pussy was so tight that I could feel an orgasm beginning to build. I kept up the slow pace until the guy shoved the slutty babysitter onto the floor and without any lube buried his cock in her ass. She screamed in pain and I began to furiously stroke my cock. I closed my eyes, imagining it was Alexis riding me and exploded my cum into the fake pussy. It was then I noticed there was a small opening for the cum to exit and my cum was leaking out the top and onto the bed. Figuring fuck it. I continued pumping my cock until the last of my cum had slid out. When I opened my eyes, the babysitter was riding the cock in her ass, her moans implying she was no longer in pain. I shut the movie off, pulled the fake cunt off me and cleaned myself and the toy up. I traveled a lot and it was clear, like my MasterCard, I would not be leaving home without it. 9. The Ninth Day of Sexmas, Thursday, December 22 th, 2011 I arrived home around 8 in the evening and once in the house I saw flower petals on the floor. Now usually that is what a man does, but it was clear I was to follow them. I dropped my travel bag on the floor and followed the petals that led, as expected, to our bedroom. As I approached the bedroom, I noticed it was dark except for the flicker of candles. I reached my door and was stunned to see my wife on the bed, her legs in white stockings spread wide, A few strawberries were on the bed leading to her pussy which was covered in whipped cream. She smiled. I hope you are hungry. Famished, I replied, reaching the bed and popping the first strawberry in my mouth. Between strawberries, I kissed her stocking-clad legs, my red lips leaving subtle marks on her white stockings. She moaned. I haven't come since the last time your cock was in me. Well, we better change that, I replied popping another strawberry in my mouth. I continued the slow kisses, deciding that tonight I was going to make love to her, not fuck her. The difference was subtle, but noticeable. I got to her thighs, where the stockings ended and her white flesh began, and popped the last strawberry in my mouth. She moaned loudly with anticipation when my lips touched her inner thigh. She said, There are three more. Confused, I asked. Three more what? Strawberries. She smiled devilishly. I looked around and saw none, although I thought maybe there might be one in her whipped cream. Upon closer look, I saw none and said, No, there aren't. She smiled. Keep looking, stud. The light bulb suddenly went on. My little minx of a wife had put strawberries inside her cunt. Oh? I responded, letting her know I finally had caught on. I reached her whipped cream-covered pussy and began to clean her. The whipped cream, mixed with her wetness, was a savory delight. Once I had licked her pussy area clean, I looked at her beautiful shaved pussy. She teased. I hope you have room for more. Oh, I think I can find room. I slid a finger inside her and pulled out a strawberry. It was covered by her shine. I made sure we were making eye contact when I popped it in my mouth. Hmm. I said, 
That is the best strawberry dip ever. And it was. I repeated the naughty strawberry retrieval a second time. When only one strawberry was left, I slowly pulled it out, which was a little tougher as it was deep inside her, and then instead of eating it, I brought it to my wife's red lips. She opened her mouth and ate the juice-covered strawberry. My erect cock accidentally hit her pussy and she twitched. Taking the moment as a sign, I slid my cock inside her, and as our lips met, we made love. Our lips never parted while I slowly made love to my wife for an eternity. Twenty minutes turned into thirty, which turned into forty, before either of us were close to achieving orgasmic bliss. I finally broke the kiss. I want us to come together, baby. Me too, she replied, and we both focused on making it happen. I began to fuck her faster, and her hand went to her clit. She rubbed herself furiously attempting to speed up her orgasm. Feeling my balls beginning to boil and hearing her moaning getting closer to her orgasm, I asked. You close, baby? Yes, baby, just a few a few more hard thrusts. She moaned loudly. I obliged and after five deep thrusts our mouths crashed together again. In unison, my cum and her juice collided and we moaned into each other's mouths, euphoria hitting at the exact same time. At this moment we were not man and woman, we were two lovers becoming one. Nothing had ever been so sweet and pleasurable than this moment, and we both knew it. We held on tight as our dual orgasms spread through our bodies before collapsing on the bed, drenched in sweat. I love you, I said. I love you too, baby. She purred, my cock still in her. We stared into each other's eyes for a couple of minutes, knowing just how special we were to each other. 10. The Tenth Day of Sexmas, Friday, December 23th. 2011. Alexis, off work and on Christmas holidays since after the Christmas pageant on Wednesday, slept in while I headed to work to file a last-minute report. It was early afternoon when Alexis called me. When will you be home? A couple of hours, I admitted. Okay, I am going to Jenna's for a couple of cocktails before the Christmas party. My mind reeled as it automatically replayed our little phone fantasy from a couple days ago. Sure, what time will you be heading to the party? Around five o'clock, she answered. Cocktails are at five and supper follows at six. All right, should I just meet you there? Sure, she said, warning me. And don't be late. I won't, I promise. And I left your clothes on the bed, she added. You're dressing me now? I always have, she responded. Touché. Anyway. I am going to hang up now so I can get this bullshit report done, so I can make it to your Christmas party. Kisses, she finished and hung up. I finished the report, drove home, showered, and put on the suit she left me. I arrived on time and much to my surprise, Alexis wasn't there yet. I texted her, and she texted back that they were running a bit late and to grab a drink. I ended up having two before Alexis showed up looking radiant and slightly tipsy. Beside her was Jenna, looking just as radiant and just as tipsy. Alexis sauntered over and kissed me. She whispered in my ear, I am really fucking horny, baby. How many drinks have you had? I asked. Just three, she answered. But I would sure like you to get me a fourth. The next couple hours were anticlimactic. Supper, awards and speeches followed much as in previous years, and other than my wife's hand on my lap. 
It was just like any other teacher party. Lots of talking about stuff I didn't know about or care about. Finally, the mundane crap ended and the dance started. As soon as the music began, a now very tipsy Jenna grabbed a very tipsy Alexis hand. Come on, we are dancing. I watched the two on the dance floor in their diva dresses. They were incredibly hot to watch and I couldn't get the thought of Alexis and Jenna in a nasty lesbian twosome out of my head. I would never cheat on Alexis, but the thought of watching those two in lesbian passion had my cock stiff again. A couple of songs in, Alexis waved me onto the dance floor and I joined the girls for a dancing threesome. Throughout the next few numbers, both groped me in subtle ways, although either so naughty it could be taken as anything more than dance floor rules. Either way, it kept me hard as a rock and once a slow song played, I pulled Alexis close for some alone time. We danced in silence for the first half of the song, before Alexis finally asked, So are you happy to see me or is that a gun in your pants? I smiled. The weapon is loaded and ready to go off. Well, she considered, we better find a place to disarm that weapon. She grabbed my hand and led me out of the room and paused looking for a place for us to be alone. I saw some stairs and pointed. She quickly dragged me up the stairs to a secluded dark area. As soon as we reached the top, she unzipped my pants, pulled up my cock and began sucking. She was clearly drunker than I thought as she bobbed back and forth on my cock with reckless abandon. I moaned after a couple of minutes. If you don't stop, I am going to come. She didn't stop and I soon shot a load of cum down her throat. She continued the fast-paced assault until every drop was spent before standing back up and shoving her tongue down my throat. The kiss was passionate and hot, and I could taste the lingering aftertaste of my cum. Once she broke the kiss, she said, Same place, one hour. S.S. Sure. I stammered as she walked away and back down the stairs. I looked at my watch. That had taken four minutes. Apparently, I had just given a whole new meaning to the word quickie. The next hour was a couple of drinks, a couple of dances and a lot of listening to generic bullshit from Alexis' colleagues. Finally from the dance floor, an even drunker Alexis gave me a look and I politely excused myself. A couple of minutes later we were indeed at the same place, but this time she lifted up her dress to reveal she was commando and demanded, Shove that big snake of yours in me, baby. I pulled out the generously labeled snake and easily slid it inside her sopping wet pussy. Like her an hour ago, I pumped my snake in and out of her hard and fast. Like me an hour ago, she was incredibly horny and breathing heavy after only a couple of strokes. I kept up the rapid drilling and she, like me an hour ago, came in only a couple of minutes. I kept pumping in and out as she held onto the wall for dear life as her orgasm shuddered through her. I was about to quit, thinking we had a limited time and I had got my wife off, when she demanded. Keep fucking me, baby. I want to feel your cum inside me. I want to walk around with your juice deep inside me while I am on the dance floor. The Ninth Day of Sexmas Thursday, December 22 th. 2011 I arrived home around 8 in the evening and once in the house I saw flower petals on the floor. Now usually that is what a man does, but it was clear I was to follow them. I dropped my travel bag on the floor and followed the pedals that led, as expected, to our bedroom. As I approached the bedroom, I noticed it was dark except for the flicker of candles. 
I reached my door and was stunned to see my wife on the bed, her legs in white stockings spread wide. A few strawberries were on the bed leading to her pussy which was covered in whipped cream. She smiled. I hope you are hungry. Famished, I replied, reaching the bed and popping the first strawberry in my mouth. Between strawberries, I kissed her stocking-clad legs, my red lips leaving subtle marks on her white stockings. She moaned. I haven't come since the last time your cock was in me. Well, we better change that, I replied popping another strawberry in my mouth. I continued the slow kisses, deciding that tonight I was going to make love to her, not fuck her. The difference was subtle, but noticeable. I got to her thighs, where the stockings ended and her white flesh began, and popped the last strawberry in my mouth. She moaned loudly with anticipation when my lips touched her inner thigh. She said, There are three more. Confused, I asked. Three more what? Strawberries. She smiled devilishly. I looked around and saw none, although I thought maybe there might be one in her whipped cream. Upon closer look, I saw none and said, No, there aren't. She smiled. Keep looking, stud. The light bulb suddenly went on. My little minx of a wife had put strawberries inside her cunt. Oh, I responded, letting her know I finally had caught on. I reached her whipped cream-covered pussy and began to clean her. The whipped cream, mixed with her wetness, was a savory delight. Once I had licked her pussy area clean, I looked at her beautiful shaved pussy. She teased. I hope you have room for more. Oh, I think I can find room. I slid a finger inside her and pulled out a strawberry. It was covered by her shine. I made sure we were making eye contact when I popped it in my mouth. Hmm. I said, that is the best strawberry dip ever. And it was. I repeated the naughty strawberry retrieval a second time. When only one strawberry was left, I slowly pulled it out, which was a little tougher as it was deep inside her, and then instead of eating it, I brought it to my wife's red lips. She opened her mouth and ate the juice-covered strawberry. My erect cock accidentally hit her pussy and she twitched. Taking the moment as a sign... I slid my cock inside her, and as our lips met, we made love. Our lips never parted while I slowly made love to my wife for an eternity. Twenty minutes turned into thirty, which turned into forty, before either of us were close to achieving orgasmic bliss. I finally broke the kiss. I want us to come together, baby. Me too, she replied, and we both focused on making it happen. I began to fuck her faster and her hand went to her clit. She rubbed herself furiously attempting to speed up her orgasm. Feeling my balls beginning to boil and hearing her moaning getting closer to her orgasm, I asked, You close, baby? Yes, baby, just a few a few more hard thrusts. She moaned loudly. I obliged and after five deep thrusts our mouths crashed together again. In unison, my cum and her juice collided and we moaned into each other's mouths euphoria hitting at the exact same time. At this moment we were not man and woman, we were two lovers becoming one. Nothing had ever been so sweet and pleasurable than this moment, and we both knew it. We held on tight as our dual orgasms spread through our bodies before collapsing on the bed, drenched in sweat. I love you, I said. I love you too, baby, she purred, my cock still in her. We stared into each other's eyes for a couple of minutes knowing just how special we were to each other. Ten, 
The tenth day of Sexmas, Friday, December 23th, 2011 Alexis, off work and on Christmas holidays since after the Christmas pageant on Wednesday, slept in while I headed to work to file a last-minute report. It was early afternoon when Alexis called me. When will you be home? A couple of hours, I admitted. Okay, I am going to Jenna's for a couple of cocktails before the Christmas party. My mind reeled as it automatically replayed our little phone fantasy from a couple days ago. Sure, what time will you be heading to the party? Around five o'clock, she answered. Cocktails are at five and supper follows at six. All right, should I just meet you there? Sure, she said, warning me. And don't be late. I won't, I promise. And I left your clothes on the bed, she added. You're dressing me now? I always have she responded. Touché. Anyway, I am going to hang up now so I can get this bullshit report done, so I can make it to your Christmas party. Kisses, she finished and hung up. I finished the report, drove home, showered, and put on the suit she left me. I arrived on time and much to my surprise, Alexis wasn't there yet. I texted her, and she texted back that they were running a bit late and to grab a drink. I ended up having two before Alexis showed up looking radiant and slightly tipsy. Beside her was Jenna, looking just as radiant and just as tipsy. Alexis sauntered over and kissed me. She whispered in my ear, I am really fucking horny, baby. How many drinks have you had? I asked. Just three, she answered. But I would sure like you to get me a fourth. The next couple hours were anticlimactic. Supper. Awards and speeches followed much as in previous years, and other than my wife's hand on my lap, it was just like any other teacher party. Lots of talking about stuff I didn't know about or care about. Finally, the mundane crap ended and the dance started. As soon as the music began, a now very tipsy Jenna grabbed a very tipsy Alexis hand. Come on, we are dancing. I watched the two on the dance floor in their diva dresses. They were incredibly hot to watch and I couldn't get the thought of Alexis and Jenna in a nasty lesbian twosome out of my head. I would never cheat on Alexis, but the thought of watching those two in lesbian passion had my cock stiff again. A couple of songs in, Alexis waved me onto the dance floor and I joined the girls for a dancing threesome. Throughout the next few numbers, both groped me in subtle ways, although either so naughty it could be taken as anything more than dance floor rules. Either way, it kept me hard as a rock and once a slow song played, I pulled Alexis close for some alone time. We danced in silence for the first half of the song, before Alexis finally asked, So are you happy to see me or is that a gun in your pants? I smiled. The weapon is loaded and ready to go off. Well, she considered, we better find a place to disarm that weapon. She grabbed my hand and led me out of the room and paused looking for a place for us to be alone. I saw some stairs and pointed. She quickly dragged me up the stairs to a secluded dark area. As soon as we reached the top, she unzipped my pants, pulled up my cock and began sucking. She was clearly drunker than I thought as she bobbed back and forth on my cock with reckless abandon. I moaned after a couple of minutes. If you don't stop, I am going to come. She didn't stop and I soon shot a load of cum down her throat. She continued the fast-paced assault until every drop was spent before standing back up and shoving her tongue down my throat. The kiss was passionate and hot, 
and I could taste the lingering aftertaste of my cum. Once she broke the kiss, she said, Same place, one hour. S.S. Sure. I stammered as she walked away and back down the stairs. I looked at my watch. That had taken four minutes. Apparently, I had just given a whole new meaning to the word quickie. The next hour was a couple of drinks, a couple of dances, and a lot of listening to generic bullshit from Alexis' colleagues. Finally, from the dance floor, an even drunker Alexis gave me a look and I politely excused myself. A couple of minutes later we were indeed at the same place, but this time she lifted up her dress to reveal she was commando and demanded, Shove that big snake of yours in me, baby. I pulled out the generously labeled snake and easily slid it inside her sopping wet pussy. Like her an hour ago, I pumped my snake in and out of her hard and fast. Like me an hour ago, she was incredibly horny and breathing heavy after only a couple of strokes. I kept up the rapid drilling and she, like me an hour ago, came in only a couple of minutes. I kept pumping in and out as she held onto the wall for dear life as her orgasm shuddered through her. I was about to quit, thinking we had a limited time and I had got my wife off, when she demanded, Keep fucking me, baby. I want to feel your cum inside me. I want to walk around with your juice deep inside me while I am on the dance floor. The Tenth Day of Sexmas Friday, December 23th, 2011 Alexis off work and on Christmas holidays since after the Christmas pageant on Wednesday, slept in while I headed to work to file a last-minute report. It was early afternoon when Alexis called me. When will you be home? A couple of hours, I admitted. Okay, I am going to Jenna's for a couple of cocktails before the Christmas party. My mind reeled as it automatically replayed our little phone fantasy from a couple days ago. Sure, what time will you be heading to the party? Around five o'clock, she answered. Cocktails are at five and supper follows at six. All right, should I just meet you there? Sure, she said, warning me. And don't be late. I won't, I promise. And I left your clothes on the bed, she added. You're dressing me now? I always have, she responded. Touché. Anyway, I am going to hang up now so I can get this bullshit report done so I can make it to your Christmas party. Kisses, she finished and hung up. I finished the report, drove home, showered, and put on the suit she left me. I arrived on time and much to my surprise, Alexis wasn't there yet. I texted her, and she texted back that they were running a bit late and to grab a drink. I ended up having two before Alexis showed up looking radiant and slightly tipsy. Beside her was Jenna looking just as radiant and just as tipsy. Alexis sauntered over and kissed me. She whispered in my ear, I am really fucking horny, baby. How many drinks have you had? I asked. Just three, she answered. But I would sure like you to get me a fourth. The next couple hours were anticlimactic. Supper, awards and speeches followed much as in previous years, and other than my wife's hand on my lap. It was just like any other teacher party. Lots of talking about stuff I didn't know about or care about. Finally, the mundane crap ended and the dance started. As soon as the music began, a now very tipsy Jenna grabbed a very tipsy Alexis hand. Come on, we are dancing. I watched the two on the dance floor in their diva dresses. 
They were incredibly hot to watch and I couldn't get the thought of Alexis and Jenna in a nasty lesbian twosome out of my head. I would never cheat on Alexis, but the thought of watching those two in lesbian passion had my cock stiff again. A couple of songs in, Alexis waved me onto the dance floor and I joined the girls for a dancing threesome. Throughout the next few numbers, both groped me in subtle ways, although either so naughty it could be taken as anything more than dance floor rules. Either way, it kept me hard as a rock and once a slow song played, I pulled Alexis close for some alone time. We danced in silence for the first half of the song, before Alexis finally asked, So are you happy to see me or is that a gun in your pants? I smiled. The weapon is loaded and ready to go off. Well, she considered, we better find a place to disarm that weapon. She grabbed my hand and led me out of the room and paused looking for a place for us to be alone. I saw some stairs and pointed. She quickly dragged me up the stairs to a secluded dark area. As soon as we reached the top, she unzipped my pants, pulled out my cock and began sucking. She was clearly drunker than I thought as she bobbed back and forth on my cock with reckless abandon. I moaned after a couple of minutes. If you don't stop, I am going to come. She didn't stop and I soon shot a load of cum down her throat. She continued the fast-paced assault until every drop was spent before standing back up and shoving her tongue down my throat. The kiss was passionate and hot, and I could taste the lingering aftertaste of my cum. Once she broke the kiss, she said, Same place, one hour. S.S. Sure. I stammered as she walked away and back down the stairs. I looked at my watch. That had taken four minutes. Apparently, I had just given a whole new meaning to the word quickie. The next hour was a couple of drinks, a couple of dances and a lot of listening to generic bullshit from Alexis' colleagues. Finally from the dance floor, an even drunker Alexis gave me a look and I politely excused myself. A couple of minutes later we were indeed at the same place, but this time she lifted up her dress to reveal she was commando and demanded, Shove that big snake of yours in me, baby. I pulled out the generously labeled snake and easily slid it inside her sopping wet pussy. Like her an hour ago, I pumped my snake in and out of her hard and fast. Like me an hour ago, she was incredibly horny and breathing heavy after only a couple of strokes. I kept up the rapid drilling and she, like me an hour ago, came in only a couple of minutes. I kept pumping in and out as she held onto the wall for dear life as her orgasm shuddered through her. I was about to quit thinking we had a limited time and I had got my wife off, when she demanded, Keep fucking me, baby. I want to feel your cum inside me. I want to walk around with your juice deep inside me while I am on the dance floor. Hearing such a slutty declaration, I doubled my efforts to shoot a second load in my wife, this time in her pussy. Having already come just an hour ago, it took more time, but was helped by my wife's continual naughtiness. Yeah, baby, come in your slut. Fill my cunt with your hot juice. And later. You would like that, wouldn't you, baby? Knowing your cum is leaking down my legs while I am on the dance floor. I indeed loved the thought and soon filled my wife's pussy, her cunt, with my cum. As I flooded her pussy, my wife purred. Oh yeah, baby, that feels so good. Fill me completely. Once done, I pulled out and she dropped to her knees and cleaned my cock, a mixture of my juice and her juice. A minute later, she stood back up, 
kissed me one last time and disappeared back down the stairs. I leaned on a wall for a minute to catch my breath, before returning to the party. I grabbed another drink and watched my wife shaking her thing on the dance floor. I imagined my cum leaking out of her pussy while she danced. The thought had my well-pleasured cock on the rise again. A couple of hours later a very drunk Alexis and I headed home. I was ready for one more go, but I knew from experience that Alexis had passed from the stage of drunk enough to be extra horny to so drunk she had no sexual drive left. I helped her into her bed and we both crashed knowing we had a three-hour drive to do tomorrow. The Eleventh Day of Sexmas Saturday, December 24th 2011 the alarm went off at 9 a.m. which was way too early after our late night, but we hadn't packed or even wrapped our presents for my family. Point three hours later, we were fed, showered and packed. Alexis, finally completely out of her stupor, said, So I got you one present early. You did? I asked. Well, she smiled. It is for both of us, but I thought it would make for a fun drive. Really? I teased, curious. She handed me a remote control. Is this a universal remote that turns on anything? Well, not anything, but definitely someone. She teased, her smile dripping with sexual sweetness. What? I responded, confused. Turn it on. She suggested that I did, and my beautiful wife gave a quick flinch. Uh Uh-huh. I said, catching on. She moaned ever so softly. It is a vibrating egg. You have the power to tease and please me as you wish. Wow. I said dazed. Wow, indeed. She repeated. By the way, there are five speeds. You have it on low right now. She kissed me and said, Now let's get on the road. Of course, my lady. I replied that I teased my wife with a toy. On and off, on and off, but never going past speed two during the first hour of the drive. Her face was flushed, and I could tell she was beginning to get frustrated with the constant teasing. Once we reached the first town, she leaned forward and said, Let's go find a place to play. Instead of agreeing, I shook my head and said, quoting my little horny minx, All good things come to those who wait, baby. You bastard. She replied, slapping me teasingly. Slut. I countered, turning the speed up to three. I stick with bastard. She countered back. Attempting to hold in a moan dot I smiled, turning the remote up to four. You can come anytime you want, baby. She sighed. Keep driving then. An hour later, unable to control the buzzing in her pussy, she lifted up her skirt and said, her frustration impossible to ignore. Damn you, Jeremy. I am going to come right now. Go ahead, baby. I replied and watched her begin to rub herself. I kept watching the road and checking on my masturbating wife. She moved her hand frantically on her clit and I ordered, Slap your clit, baby. Spank yourself. She obeyed without hesitation and with each gentle slap her moans increased until she let out an earth-shattering scream, especially loud in the confines of a car. Her leg actually twitched as the orgasm spread through her. Instead of turning down the toy, I finally moved it to full blast. You fucker. She moaned the toy in her pussy continuing to quake her body. A few minutes later we were passing a town and I decided it was a good time for a bite to eat. As I pulled in, she pulled down her skirt and ordered, Go through the drive-thru. I need to take a piss. I countered, Go through the fucking drive-thru. 
she repeated, undoing my zipper. Pulling my cock out of my pants, she began to suck my cock as I pulled into the McDonald's drive dash through. As I approached the order speakerphone, I asked, What can I get you, baby? She quit sucking my cock, gave me her order, and returned to my erect cock. Reaching the speakerphone, I ordered our food and continued to the pay window. This McDonald's had two windows, one to pay and another to get your food. There was no way my wife was going to blow me and allow others to see, was she? When there was only one car before me to pay, I warned. We are next, baby. She ignored my warning and didn't move when I began rolling forward to the till. A nerdy-looking kid with enough acne to play connect the dots announced my amount before realizing what he was witnessing. That will be BB 12.65. Just a second. I replied, my wallet is in my side pocket. I awkwardly reached for my wallet, while the whole time my wife kept my cock in her warm cock-sucking mouth. The nerdy boy watched in voyeuristic glee while I struggled to retrieve my wallet. Finally able to get it, I opened it and handed him a twenty. He reluctantly looked away and put the money in the cash register. Returning my change, he avoided looking at me and watched my wife bob up and down on my cock, now with much more aggressiveness. I took my change and said, Have a good day. He mumbled something incoherently as I rolled forward. Her frantic sucking was beginning to really get me going, but I didn't want to come until I got past the second window, so I ordered, Baby, slow down. She instantly obeyed. A minute later I rolled to the second window and my wife again resumed a fast-paced sucking dot of brunette, probably in her early twenties, gasped when she saw my wife in my lap bobbing up and down like a complete slut. Attempting to show my dominance, I took the food from the girl and ordered, Slut, I told you to slow down. The brunette gasped a second time and turned around to grab the drinks. My wife obeyed again and when the brunette handed me our drinks I said, you know, a good slut is hard to train, and pulled away, leaving the brunette with her mouth dropped wide open like a Bugs Bunny cartoon that I pulled into an open stall and said, Now make me come, baby. Instantly she returned to her determined accelerated cocksucking and within two minutes I was releasing a powerful stream of cum down her wanton throat. Once she had finished cleansing my cock, she returned to her seat and opened the McDonald's bag, as if nothing happened. She popped a fry in her mouth and teased. Hmm, come and fry's delicious. Deciding to test her theory, I took a fry, opened her legs, lifted up her skirt and slid the fry up her still glistening pussy lips. I popped it into my mouth and agreed. I concur. She exploded in laughter and I followed. We ate the rest of our fatty meals before both agreeing we needed a bathroom break. I pulled out and we hit a gas station further down the road not wanting anyone to make the correlation between the cocksucking slut in the car and my wife. Before she got out of the car, she opened her legs one last time and pulled out the surprisingly large egg that had been inside her for a couple of hours. My wife smiled and handed me the sticky toy that was inside her. Clean it for me, baby. Without hesitation, I licked the toy clean of her juices. She smiled. You are so pussy-whipped. And you are such a slut. I countered. She slapped my leg, taking the toy back, before responding demurely. Your slut, baby. I will always be your slut. She kissed me quickly and got out of the car. I followed, again thinking the obvious thought. I am the luckiest man in the world. That night, 
At my family's, she behaved like the sweet, loving wife she is. It wasn't until we were in bed close to midnight that she said, One more day in the twelve days of sex mass. So it is, I said, my voice unable to hide the disappointment. And I have saved the best for last. She teased, rubbing my cock. You have? I asked, unable to even guess what she could possibly have left, especially at my parents' house. Oh, she teased, rubbing my cock fast through my pajamas. You have no fucking idea. I moved my hand to her pussy, and she slapped it away. Oh, all good things come to those that wait, baby. She quit touching my cock and turned over, before adding, Good night, baby. You bitch. I responded, realizing she was leaving me high and hard. And you love it. She closed out I closed my eyes knowing I indeed did love it. I loved everything about her. I tossed and turned for a bit wondering what my beautiful bride could possibly have in store for me tomorrow. The Twelfth Day of Sexmas Sunday, December 25th, 2011 My family has a Christmas tradition ever since I was a kid. Open presents ridiculously early, have a massive breakfast, and then go back to bed. So at 6.30 in the morning we were in my parents' living room with my parents, my two siblings and respective spouses, and their three children. By 8.30 we were having breakfast and by 9 o'clock Alexis and I were back in bed. Alexis kissed me gently. I can't believe it. You bought me a dress I like. Everything happens eventually. I replied. With that in mind, are you ready for part one of your special last day of Christmas? She asked, reaching for my limp cock. Here? I asked, in my old bedroom in my parents' house. Hmm. She teased, putting her hand inside my pajamas. She ordered. Get naked, baby. I discarded my clothes and my wife did the same. She stood up and went into her travel bag, pulling out an odd little gadget. Returning to the bed, she smiled, handing it to me. This was what I used to please me when we were on the phone on Tuesday. What is it? I asked. It is called a WeVibe 2, she explained. And it contacts both my G-spot and my clit. Well, you don't need me anymore. Of course I do. She responded, kissing me gently. Who else would mow the lawn? Hardy har har. I quipped back. She crawled to my cock and took it into her warm mouth. She sucked me slowly, allowing me to grow in her mouth. As usual, it didn't take long to become fully erect between her sweet lips. Once erect, she took my cock out of her mouth, spread her legs, turned the toy on and slid it into position. She smiled and drew me in with her finger. I obeyed like an obedient puppy. Although awkward at first, I slid my cock inside my wife's pussy and slowly began fucking her. The vibrations were both enthralling and annoying. It was a unique sensation, unlike anything I had ever felt from sex. It definitely seemed to be working on Alexis. Her moans were clearly getting hard to control for her, and as they began to increase, I suddenly worried my parents would hear, or worse my siblings' kids. I slowed down and she looked up and said, No, faster, baby. If I keep this pace you will scream so loud the whole house will know I am fucking you. Grab my panties, she requested. I reached for them, confused, my cock slipping out of her. Putting my cock back inside her, she demanded. Put them in my mouth. Really? I asked, surprised by the request. 
Yes, really, she teased. You are going to fuck me hard and deep until you come deep inside your wife. And I will scream uncontrollably like I always do when you get me off, baby, so you better gag me. Shocked by the suggestion, yet slightly turned on by it, I put her pink panties in her mouth. Seeing her so subservient was hot and I did as she suggested. I fucked her hard and fast. The fast pumping, mixed with the odd buzzing, had me feeling oddly tingly. I could tell Alexis was getting close by the look on her face and the muffled moans and I decided to get her off quicker as I pushed on the toy. Her back bent and she came a couple of seconds later. I too was close and seeing my wife so desperate to scream, but being muffled by her panties was just enough to get me off too and I sprayed my seed deep inside my wife's pussy. Both exhausted from the sex and the early morning wake-up call, we collapsed onto the bed and fell asleep naked, and in each other's arms point three hours later we were wakened up by the sound of kids screaming and playing. We showered, got dressed and spent the afternoon with my family. Just before supper, Alexis whispered in my ear, Meet me in back in the room in a couple of minutes. I announced we were going to pack so we could get on the road after supper and disappeared with a credible excuse. Once in the room, Alexis closed the door, dropped to her knees and pulled out my cock. She sucked it hard and fast for a couple of minutes before stopping. She looked up from her submissive position and shocked me yet again. Baby, your second gift of the last day of sex moss is something new. Okay, what is it? I asked curious. I want you to face fuck me, like in the porn movies, she revealed. What? I responded shocked. Face fuck your wife like a dirty slut in your old bedroom, she offered, stoking my cock with her hand. Are you sure? I asked, trepidation lingering. Yes, I'm sure. I want you to fuck my lips and feel your hot seed fill my mouth, she begged, so hot and slutty that I shoved my cock in her mouth and began to slowly pump my cock in and out of her red lips. After a minute or two of this slow fucking, she squeezed my ass cheeks and I began to move faster. The hotness of my wife and her sudden submissive nature was a huge turn-on, and I began to enjoy fucking her face. My cum beginning to boil, I held her head with both hands and began to really fuck her face. With each deep thrust, I heard the sloppy sound of sex, which just made it hotter. In less than a minute of fast pumping between her lips, I shot a second load into my wife on this glorious Christmas day. Once done, I fell back on the edge of my bed and watched as my wife crawled over to me and took my cock back in her mouth. She slowly sucked my cock for another minute before standing up and saying, We should probably get back to your family. Before I could say anything, she was gone. After dinner, we said our goodbyes and began the long drive home. Once home, both exhausted, we left our luggage at the entrance and got ready for bed. When I returned from the bathroom, My wife had one last surprise for me. Instead of warm pajamas, she was in dark brown stockings and nothing else that I stared at her in my underwear, as she explained. I got one last present for you. I walked to the bed and asked, What could you possibly have left to give, baby? Oh, there is one thing, she hinted. Still clueless, I stared at her, joining her on the bed. It is time for the trifecta, she announced. What is the trifecta? She stunned me with, filling me with your cum in each of my three holes. I stammered, W.W. what? Baby, your final present is my ass, 
she revealed. When I just stared at her with my mouth open, she added, Baby, please take my anal cherry. Why, why, you sure? Yes, baby. I have been preparing for this for a while. She explained, reaching for my cock. She took it in my mouth and got it nice and ready. She then said, Grab the lube from my nightstand. I went to the nightstand, still in a complete daze at what we were about to do. This has been a deal breaker since we first met. I opened her drawer and gasped. Besides lube were a couple of anal plugs. I grabbed the lube and returned to the bed. She took the lube and generously coated my cock. She then got on her knees, took a good grip of the headboard and asked, Baby, can you take the butt plug out of my ass? Shocked again, I crawled behind her and finally saw the toy in her ass. I pulled it out and was stunned at its size. She had indeed been preparing her ass for this moment. I was so in awe of my wife and what she was willing to do for me. Once out there was a pop and a gasp from Alexis. I placed my cock between her ass cheeks and paused. She looked back and said, her voice hinting at her nervousness, but also at her determination to please. Merry Christmas, baby. Now please be the first and only to make love to my ass. Suddenly realizing she was giving me something she couldn't have before, her virginity, we both having had various lovers before we met, I knew she needed this as much as I wanted it. She wanted to give her entire being to me. I slowly pushed forward breaking through her tight entrance and into her virgin ass. The sensation was something I had never felt before. It was so tight and warm. I could tell she was tense and I took it extra slow. Once most of my cock had disappeared between her ass cheeks, I lingered inside her, scared to move or go any deeper and truthfully enjoying the tight warmth. Alexis looked back and said, Keep going baby, I want all of you in my ass. I obeyed, slowly pushing forward until the last of my cock had disappeared inside her. Now fuck my ass, baby, she begged. I want to feel you fill all three of my holes in the same day. The thought of coming in her ass was the ultimate turn-on, the ultimate submission, and the ultimate gift. I began to slowly fuck her ass, careful to not hurt her. Once in a consistent slow rhythm, Alexis began to moan and enjoy her first ass fuck. She begged, Faster baby, fuck your wife's ass faster. I obliged again, and began to fuck her ass hard. Each deep thrust had Alexis give out a whimper of pleasure and pain, and she began to get animated. Oh God, yes, baby, fuck my ass, fill my ass with your cum. The tightness of her ass, the eagerness of my wife to please and her naughty word choice was too much, and I shot my third load of cum inside my wife, this time in her no longer virgin ass, completing the perfect trifecta. Once spent, I flipped her on her back and dove into her pussy sucking on her clit while sliding two fingers inside her cunt. Within a couple of minutes my wife was screaming loud and squirting onto my lips. Once her orgasm subsided, I crawled up and we kissed again. Both way past exhaustion, we began to fall into slumber in each other's arms. I held her close, never wanting to let her go, never wanting these twelve days of complete sexual bliss to come to an end. I was just drifting into subconsciousness when Alexis said one last thing, surprising me one final time. If you think the twelve days of sex moss was amazing, you should wait to see what I have in mind for New Year's Eve. The end.